0: resurrection the gaming podcast where we talk about this week in gaming news i'm your host joseph Bruchette, and with me as always i have lionel uh
1: i am not mike
0: (laughs) that's right and sadly we do not have the third musketeer our beloved mike he's gone traveling the world
1: becoming stronger faster more mike-like preparing for his ultimate challenge Yes, (laughs) that's right. It's a training expedition, really. One from which he better have a souvenir for me when he gets back. (laughs) You know the one, Mike. (laughs) We talked about it.
0: Yes, yes. He will come bearing gifts for all. That is just the kind of guy he is. Indeed. He loves all of his peasants. (laughs) Okay, so to kick things off, talk about those lovely games we've been playing Lionel, what y'all been playing?
1: Um, primarily, almost exclusively Stardew Valley.
0: Ah, it's gotcha. So,
1: oh, that it's game. Gotcha. Well, one, it's you know those games that Harvest Moon formula in general is the go-to thing to play when I'm like stressed out and like screwed up by life. Yeah, it's the um, perfect relaxer. It's also like it it passes the time, but kind of like in that good way. Not in that bad way that um, <laughs> uh, uh, the, the, the Elder Scrolls games or Civ games do where you're like playing and playing and you just kind of like click, 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 click. And then you look at the clock and you're like, oh, dear God in heaven, it's five in the morning. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the sort of day to day element of uh, the Harvest Moon type games kind of gives you a good they give you opportune times to stop.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's and the way the game's done. I've only been playing a little bit of it, uh, and it's just they, they. Oh man, they fixed so many problems from uh-huh. the
1: Harvest Moon games.
0: It's just way streamlined.
1: It's like, oh man, like being able to walk over your crops. Yeah, that's right. Right. You remember? Yeah. You remember when you got the crops in that like uh, was it three by three square? And there was always that. At first, it was just like. Well, there was always that crop in the middle you just couldn't get. Yeah. And even when you upgraded the watering can to get it, you couldn't harvest it. Right,
0: yeah. So just, like, simple things like that mm. that they just made better, or, or should like, I say?
1: Um, certain, like, things becoming transparent when you walk behind them. <laughs> stuff like that. And just
0: the management. And it also offers, like, a truckload more... Stuff than Harvest Moon mm-hmm. could sadly ever offer. Yeah, did you uh,
1: start the game up recently?
0: Yes, it was. Well, not 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 this week. It was about like two or three weeks ago. Okay, but um, um uh, which uh, farm archetype did you pick? I believe it was animals. I'm always
1: at um, always animals. Shoot,
0: what, what were the three of them again from? Um, I can't
1: remember all of them. I think there may have been four, but there was like the the default setup. There's the one where your farm is broken up in the islands and you can fish on the water, which Did is the one that. I have. Um, okay. There's one where monsters come out at night and you can fight. Yeah, yeah I and didn't choose that one. I can't remember what the other one is. That may have been the animal-friendly one. Yeah. Oh, so
0: you're a fisher. That's the kind of farmer you are. You want to be a...
1: Yeah, well, so, that's kind of how how should I put this. There's like an immediate element to fishing. There's an involved aspect. You can kind of make a good amount of money or a small amount of money, depending upon how much work you want to do. Um, the bulk of my yeah. money comes from farming, but the fishing gives you something. Fishing and mining are what I do while I'm waiting for crops to come. And that mm-hmm. was the way that was the way I always played the game. Um, down the line I would get animals, but they would probably they would be like a a, a long term longer long ish term goal. Usually either midway through the first year or at the beginning of the second, I'd be like, okay, let's get a coop going, let's get some chickens, let's get a cow, let's get a horse. <laughs> However it goes. For me, um how
0: I always did things was uh, I I never actually would plant any crops. i like, oh, okay, that's not true. Very, very early on, mm-hmm. after I cleared out the entire field, I would uh, plant maybe just a few crops, just enough crops so I could make some money, yeah. so I could buy some chickens. Yeah. And then I would start doing a lot of eggs and then so I could save up and buy um, like another, like a sheep or something, and then i get a cow. Yeah. And um, sadly, the way that I do it, the first year, money is really slow and hard, but mm-hmm. the second year, it's just an. Ex- I, I make a lot of money because mm-hmm. I have all the cows, and chickens, and sheep, and There's, all that um, stuff. The
1: the games as a whole, they're really good about the sort of like entry cost to uh, pay off down the line sort of ratio. Yeah, like you can get a fishing pole. I think the first one you get is free. You just talk to somebody. And you can make okay money if you're, like, doing it the whole day, even more if you've right. got some means of, like, re-upping your uh, energy levels. Uh, farming takes a bit up front, but pays off a lot more if you've got, like, oh, yeah. time. And animals, I think, are even more than that. Like, they, they take even more upfront uh, price and effort, but pay off huge. Yeah, because you can sell that stuff for like an
0: insane amount of money. You can sell crops for a lot, too, but they um, they require a lot more effort and more maintenance well, versus yeah, it's, it's the like animals.
1: A, well, what it is is it's like um, it takes a lot of time before the crops really pay off. So yeah. it's good to have something you're doing in between. Like the game is set up in such a way that you can kind of do a bit of everything or, or focus, not only that, but you get, um, there's like a leveling system for yeah. the different things you do, and you unlock bonuses that will let you specialize even within that. Like, one of the first things I unlocked was a, uh, the, the first specialization in fishing, which is uh, either focusing on the fishing pole, which in which you get more money from um, selling fish, Mm -hmm. or you can specialize in these uh, sort of pots. They're like, they're kind of like, kind of like, it's kind of like throwing on a net, I think. And you can catch different stuff that way, or maybe you can catch in bulk. I haven't really tried it yet, but, and I think with farming, like uh, the farming thing, I think the animal and the crop thing are set there and you can get bonuses for either depending. And also um, I guess, Borrowing from the uh, Rune Factory setup that uh, I think Marvelous did, uh, there are caves you can explore in Stardew Valley, and monsters you can fight, and that's tied to the mining. So like you go into the mine, you can uh, harvest stuff, but there'll usually be monsters in there you got to take out beforehand.
0: So you're going
1: like full force on the fishing thing, or are you focusing on fishing and crops? It's uh, fishing. Uh, mining and crops. Oh, mining. Okay, nice. Uh Have you uh,
0: courted a lady
1: friend yet
0: at all? Um,
1: I did in my previous take on it. I was like, right, I got, I got to the point right before uh, marriage was an option.
0: <laughs> um,
1: and uh, the pro, I guess the problem you run into with a lot of when you play Harvest Moon a lot is um. Uh, you'll have so much going on later into the game once you get past year one that when you try and go back you'll be like okay where even was I man I, I gotta
0: start playing Stardew Valley again uh, especially with that new update coming out it seems like there's be lots of cool features oh,
1: yeah I can't wait till they work that multiplayer yeah I will uh, we can finally get that stuff set up you focus on the animals I focus on the crops i looking forward to that one me likey
0: Okay, uh, let me see. What have I been playing? I, yeah, you know, what? I haven't got a chance to really play anything. It's been kind of a busy week, but mm-hmm. I have been drooling over one. It just came out yesterday, the Hell uh, Hellblade game. Um, it's on the PlayStation Four, and it's it looks just stunning. We talked about it a little bit, I think, before, but it's um, oh, shoot, what's it called? It's called like Hellblade Horizon Sun or other. Man. But anyway, I've basically just been dreaming about a game that I cannot afford. So that's, <laughs> this is pretty yeah. much how that works.
1: Uh, let, me, let me look at the trailer. Um, it's
0: called Hellblade Sensuas Sacrifice. It, yeah. It's, oh, it's got, wow, it's got extremely high ratings across the board. It's by Ninja Theory.
1: Um, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of like the. Um, uh, outside of a uh, platinum, they're like the other character action team. Yeah, game um, is stunning. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's kind of interesting to see like a character action game that's a lot more uh, grounded.
0: Yeah, um, it's said, but people are saying the thing that's really great about it is that it's not so. It's not that big of a deal on the gameplay side but it's more kind of a because the main character's got like psychological problems she's like schizophrenic and all that kind of stuff and uh, so it's it's more of a like a thriller horror Mm. that kind of thing so it's it's you're basically kind of just going through her mind and it's it's,
1: so there's like a heavier narrative element
0: yes and one kind of Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on and going on inside of her head and you get to experience all of it because what she's what she's thinking and seeing kind of bleeds out into the world and things get twisted. And it's
1: okay that was that was actually the original premise of the uh, Devil May Cry reboot. Oh. Okay. Like uh, there's the very first trailer they did for it, and you'll see a lot more of that premise in it. And to be completely honest with you, I kind of wish they'd gone that route with it. Mm. Um, because the 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 gameplay in the in it is solid, but um, story wise, it feels too similar in a bad way. Oh. Like it it feels. The, the sort of, like, story, the characters, everything, it feels kind of like a, what if uh, a punk edgelord made Devil May Cry to the degree that they're, like, taking cracks at the original franchise in it. Uh, which was a little infuriating.
0: Well, sadly, that game did not do very well because it, it did anger a lot of Devil May Cry fans. Yeah. Very unhappy. Uh... <laughs> Uh, man. Um, but Ninja Theory does good work though. I mean, it's not like you were saying, I guess it wasn't the actual gameplay or the game itself mm-hmm. that people were angry about. It was yeah. probably just more yeah. the story and the character's development and the portrayal of the character, I guess, is what.
1: Yeah. Um, I want to say none of the primary characters. They were either not especially likable or not especially interesting. Mm. Dante was really annoying. Oh, man. Okay, well, that
0: probably pissed off a lot of people. Though. <laughs> especially for Dante. If they're messing with Dante, too. I mean,
1: he's like... Well, the guy... yeah, this is just a different dude. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Virgil, his brother, the rival character. Mm. Huh. They're just very different. Well, Ninja Theory, I mean, it seems I'm like... I'm interested the to see what they do when the ball is completely in their court. Yeah, and this is
0: looking fantastic. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Yeah, looking uh, at some gameplay right now, it looks interesting.
0: Yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, I'm not really super into graphics, but wow, it looks really nice. Um. And that really seems – the world really seems to be a big part of the gameplay and just everything. So maybe I'll be able to afford that someday. Uh, <laughs> and when I do, I'll report back. Yeah. Besides that, that's – I haven't really got a chance to play anything. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that out of the way and knowing game, Joe, – Never be able to play. Let's move on to the it'll, story.
1: It'll happen, Joe. Just <laughs> give
0: time. Indeed. It's not give that expensive. Time. I'm just complaining. Uh, okay. So let's move on to the stories here. Uh, it's still kind of that weird time in gaming right before the fall where we get a flood of games and all kinds of crazy announcements of things coming where it's just kind of a – it's just weird with the stories now. We're kind of
1: – things are – yeah. That time of the year, yeah, like sort of like a gaming dry spell right before. What what's coming up now? Is it TGS? Is that the next big thing? I think TGS is later
0: in September, and that's so. But over the past years, TGS has been kind of like not. We used to get like tons of crazy announcements of things coming out of Japan there, but kind of gone downhill after a while. So I think a lot of the big same.
1: I think we were saying the same thing about E three.
0: Yeah, it's just the bigger name companies are pulling out. Like Nintendo doesn't go there anymore. Sony doesn't go there anymore, I don't think. So it's just, yeah. And Microsoft is—they stopped going there because they—that that that was like,
1: no. Yeah, and Nintendo's been like doing its direct. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's been going pretty well. All right, let's dive into the stories here. So the first story we have is by Engadget. Disney will show the sights, sounds, and even smells of Star Wars in VR. How are they going to do the smells? So, I'm glad you asked. Oh, Kojima. Remember he had his little nostril thing? Uh, Yeah, he was trying to work smell-o-vision. Yeah, well, they're doing that pretty much here, and it is very much possible. We have talked about this um, company called The Void, I think a long time ago on the show. And The Void, basically, how they're... They're doing this a little bit differently with VR. They're setting up centers um, where they have warehouses that are kind of all set up uh, to be to to be um, like an obstacle course or whatever. So when you put on the VR headset, you're kind of like tethered to this like harness a little bit, and as you move around, everything that the wires and the all the gear moves around with you. So as you're moving around the warehouse, it's got like things inside inside of it that you can like physically feel and touch um that's it kind of like shapes the virtual world and they have sensors and cameras everywhere so it's kind of you know when you touch down on a rock in the virtual world you're actually touching down on some sort of physical thing that feels like a rock in that the big building or wherever it is so they're going to do the same thing with um with smell by just kind of you know just have vents in there that pump in some
1: sort of perfume or okay. Or the They're literally going to pump the smell in there. I yeah. thought like it was actual smell of vision. Like they found some way to, well, I, I don't even know how smell of vision would work because I'm pretty sure smell, unlike the other senses is kind of like a reactive type thing. Yeah. Like you can't quite remember a smell and yeah. you smell it again. And then you can remember all the times you smelled it prior. (laughs) Right. So it's kind of like seeing those big bug-eyed aliens in Doctor Who. So right there, Doctor Who, how do you think those bug-eyed aliens would smell?
0: I wonder. (laughs) Not good, I would imagine. And guess what? You'll now get to experience that horrific funk of those pickup <laughs> <laughs> because they'll be pumping some exotic perfume or some sort of, not perfume, but like yeah, some sort maybe of like smell actual or, foliage into it or something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and just think about that too. Let's just say you're going into like a rainforest or something and they're kind of spraying like a mist of water
1: over you or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's just turning the heat up and making sure the air is nice and moist and <laughs> That's right. That's right. Like fanning uh, plant smells into the vent.
0: Yeah, so they this this is really cool. Like I've always said before, this is truly I feel like going to be the next laser tag type thing where you just kind of, you know, you go into a big building and oh, they yeah. hook you up and if they can add in smell and feel and I mean they're already saying like the gear that you put on has like haptic feedback on it, so I mean it's getting the whole experience and you're in Star Wars before they did Ghostbusters, so this is
1: like this is this is awesome this is the stuff I want so so what what experience do you want Joe Ooh, uh,
0: I oh I would want a uh A Jurassic Park one. They've done rides like that before, Mm -hmm. but I I really want. Well, you know, actually. You're having to, like, uh, stealth around raptors or some shit. I think I might actually, like. No, that might actually give me a heart attack. I probably won't do that. I don't like scary things like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Ooh, man. Uh, I think I would want. Oh! I would want Pokemon Snap. That's
1: what I would want. Oh, that could be good.
0: Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Pokemon Snap. Um, or, ooh, yeah, because if it was Pokemon Snap, you're all about going to different environments. You can kind of mm-hmm. – you like, you like a camera and you kind of have to sneak around and, oh, my god, that would be so cool. I would really want that. Yeah. That would be
1: neat. That would be really um, tight. What would you want? Um, I guess it depends on the equipment. Like, I could have some fun in the Star Wars thing, but it, like, if they had some sort of uh, setup for, like, um, lightsabers, oh. that'd be kind of cool. You know yeah. what I'd really want more than anything else, though, is just, like, a JRPG style, like, party and adventure type thing.
0: Oh my god! Ragnarok! I would want Ragnarok Online! And all of us be teamed up in there.
1: Yeah. Well, I just want, like, each person gets, like, a different role. Someone can be the healer. Someone can be, like, the frontline fighter. Someone can be the range attacker. <sighs> maybe, like, maybe you have two range attackers. You have two range attackers, two front lines, and, like, a healer or maybe a buffer. Like, depending upon how big the group you show up in. Yeah. Maybe have different formations based on that. But, you know, you have two people up front with a melee weapon. You're going to have two range people and then maybe like two different uh, uh, healer buffer type setup.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, just think about it. If we had a party in Ragnarok Online, we'd have the, the, the what was it,
1: uh, the alchemist? Alchemist, oh my god. Well, some kind of healer. It could be either an alchemist or a priest.
0: Yeah, Alchemist or a priest, and then we'd have the Crusader as the tank in the front, and then we'd have uh, like an archers and mages. Oh my god, this is yeah.
1: well I mean really just like you let somebody pick a class and then like yeah. with with sequential visits they level up. Ooh. And then we go into the, the orc dungeon where they have swarms and swarms no, yeah. with zombies or whatever they were oh god yeah that's that's where the priest and the uh crusader levels up (laughs) yeah that was that would be beautiful oh my god i I would I really i just kind of want that setup i don't care what the experience is as long as you get something like that like you could do something like that with star wars you could do um a final fantasy one uh, really any sort of jrpg type setup or old school adventure type setup um if we're talking like a single player experience, then I think I'm not even a huge fan of this. Uh, like a like a lower end sort of like Adventure of Zelda type thing. Ooh. You go in by yourself, you explore the area, you have to find this, you know, whatever set of items to unlock other areas. Yeah, you could do like a Metroid variation of this. You could do a Castlevania variation of it. <laughs> Mm. Oh
0: God! And just and just think
1: if you have the smell
0: and the other senses kind of mix into all of this. Mm-hmm. I don't just want to jump on a turtle in Mario. I want to smell the
1: turtle. I want to know. Well, yeah, like you could do one with Resident Evil, where on top of like oh, listening oh. for the cues that each of the monsters have, you could also like wait for the smell of rotting flesh or oh, like. Jeez. That like reptilian smell of a hunter.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Like what if they had it so that um if it was uh Resident Evil and what they did is they like, in the you know inside of the I guess the building or whatever, they have they had like piles of raw meat so that when you touch it, touch the person's body at yeah. the bottom you're
1: feeling like the meat or <laughs> so. Yeah, they pump that smell in every time you encounter a zombie. Oh my god. So. Oh, that'd be horrific smelling. I would have to do Resident Evil 2, though, because in Resident Evil 1, there's a giant snake. And (laughs) that would... I I would have a heart attack if I saw a giant snake coming at me. Yeah, man. It's...
0: Oh, jeez.
1: Well, see, we've just thought of so many amazing ideas. And uh, for Mike, of course, the Metal Gear Solid experience. Oh. The stuff (laughs) experience. I don't. Th- I think if he went in there, he'd
0: probably not want to leave. I. I'd well, what
1: would be tight is if like he got so into it that he actually came out of it like as big boss. Like he was suddenly a ninja after he came out. <laughs> <laughs> he has scars over his face. He's got an eye patch. And we're like, where the hell did he go? He keeps sneaking off. And he's like, yeah, I-, I took a car for us. <laughs>
0: His voice begins to sound like he's been smoking for thirty years. Yeah. It's just,
1: <laughs> he comes out and he has smoker's lungs. He's like, <laughs> oh my hey, god, jumper cables. Yeah, there's a just... car. <laughs> <It's>...
0: <laughs> oh man, this is this is. Uh, I really hope this gets bigger and better because there's just so many great things you can do I, with I it. I just
1: hope it's like it, it doesn't like reach its peak when I'm too old to really enjoy it. I don't yeah. care if I'm like old and rickety trying to go through it. That's fine. Yeah, I just want to be able to experience it. Same here. I don't want to have to do it for the very
0: first time and break my hip, and then that's it. I mean, like, I I need to, I need yeah. to know
1: I can be able to. I mean, do this. preferably, I'd like a uh, um like a like a high functioning version of this before I'm completely out of my thirties. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, where the aches and pains don't go away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, or what if they made it so that – oh, God, that would be so great. If you – they did a VR thing for Final Fantasy where you could go to the Golden Saucer and you could just walk around. Oh, well,
1: yeah. The Golden Saucer also had like a battle arena in it. It also had Chocobo racing. And Chocobo racing, chocobo betting. It had yes. its own arcade. It had like that yeah. Ooh, it had that roller coaster with the shooter element. Oh my God. That would be amazing.
0: Oh, why aren't people building this? I, I need mean, more money to give yeah. to someone to make this happen.
1: Clearly, I mean, clearly we don't even need to wait for VR. I mean yeah. someone in Vegas needs just needs to get off their ass and make the Golden Saucer Hotel Casino. You know how much
0: money that would make? Oh,
1: this is... Yeah, so Square, there's like there's like a ton of like nerdy people that would appreciate this, especially with that new Final Fantasy coming out.
0: Come yes. on. Yes. Come just... on. All I need is a couple million and I'll make it. Square, oh that God. one's free. Just do it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. So it's awesome they're doing this with Star Wars. They've done it with Ghostbusters. I really hope. The Void, that's the name of the company. They keep pushing forward and uh, making more of these things. And hopefully it becomes so popular that they make – but they just don't – because what they do is they kind of do them in like one-off places. And it's because all these big um, uh, like companies like Disney or whoever are coming to them and paying them to do it. So it hasn't gotten to the point where it's easy enough for them to put it everywhere.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So I hope they do. That needs well, to
1: be. Yeah, it might be a area specific attraction for a little while, though. That's not too bad. I mean, people travel cross country to go to theme parks and. Very true. Other things like that. It's just another, you know, it's it's uh, another tourist destination, pretty much.
0: You know, I believe it's in New York. At least the uh, Ghostbusters one was in New York. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Well, hopefully, at the very least. Uh, I'd I'd hope that there was maybe like one in every state but hopefully at the very least the states that are already big tourist attractions will get one or more I mean I'm in Washington right now Seattle's not too far from me maybe we'll get something hopefully
0: Uh, okay so let's move on to the next story here by Kotaku (laughs) Guile is now selling hair Uh, Harry all the Street Fighter characters to do it
1: this makes no sense
0: and I think they knew that. So, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. So, Guile is the new spokesperson for J-Gel from Yaguyaka. Yeah, Yanagia? Yeah. yeah, it's a company in Japan. Yeah, they make uh,
1: cosmetics.
0: Yeah, since 1615. Wow. So, yeah, he is now <laughs> he's now the person that is going to be selling all yeah. their goods.
1: Yeah, we're kind of we're kind of getting an abbreviated version of this, but uh, it seems like they did like a mock uh, commercial slash interview for Kyle. Yes. Yes. yes, Which has him talking about uh, I think one of the quotes here is a disheveled hair is connected to losing one's composure. It's not cool. <laughs> Jesus. And Christ. then indicating that this gel helps to keep his hair in place when he's doing maneuvers such as the flash kick.
0: Oh my God, this is great. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, He is the perfect person, though. I mean, wouldn't you agree? I mean, it's like no one else I can think of.
1: Well, I mean, just look at that hair. Yeah. Not only is it a flat top with someone whose hair shouldn't do that. It's got a very distinct shape. Like, if the flat top went straight up, that'd be one thing. But he's got it so it kind of goes out. But then it's completely flat at the top. It's like a table on his head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, I mean... The amount of gel you would need to make it that way. Yeah. It's this is why he's perfect for this.
1: Astronomical. So,
0: yeah. It's just like...
1: Like someone just flicks a match and it's burning forever. That's how much. Well, yeah. I mean, God help him if he catches uh, Ken's uh, Dragon Punch, (laughs) the one (laughs) with the fire, or if Ryu. I don't know if Ryu has the actual fireball from Super Street Fighter anymore, but if he throws that, I think that might be the EX version of his Hadouken. I'm not sure. But yeah, if he throws that, really, Guile does not want to fight Thalseem. Because that guy's all about spitting fire. Yeah, yoga fire, yoga flame, yoga catastrophe, and that new movie has where he sets the ground on fire. (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh man, yeah. It's but so let's.
0: Who else? What other characters would you think would be good? Not just for doing gel,
1: but just for doing uh, being the spokesperson. Just just being the spokesperson for something. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think. Uh. You something too. Um I mean, you could kind of sell anything with Bison if he's threatening you. <laughs> like buy true. it or I'll kill you.
0: Yeah. Well, Bison feels like Mr. T.
1: You can sell um, just about anything with him. Yeah, maybe like um things for, like, grooming body hair with Zangief. <laughs> uh, because yeah. that, that, that patch on his chest is too perfect to just be growing there. Yeah. You know he's, like, manscaping it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Same thing with those tufts, right, like, below his knees. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, maybe Chun Li for
0: selling clothes or spandex or uh, something. Well,
1: just, she makes anything look good. It's true. Uh,
0: She's waifu number three. <laughs> um, maybe Deku could be an inspirational speaker. No, I don't.
1: Know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, him and All Might. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ooh, yes, All Might. I want to see him sell something. I, I would just, I want to see. Oh God, because he's just so. He's just so pumped for everything. Yeah, all that's very
1: enthusiastic and he like he's like Yeah, he's psyched for everything. Yeah. He'll get you pumped for yeah, he'll be like, okay, today we're gonna jump off a cliff. And you'd be like, Yeah <laughs> Oh, ooh, I wanna see him selling bagel bites. Yeah, he could sell that. <laughs> it so seems I- like something he'd sell. <laughs> he's true. such a, a marataku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, well, perfect choice for Guile to pick Guile for it. That's awesome. I, I <laughs> uh, maybe you can have jury sell S and M equipment. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: we've seen um. Ah, uh, shoot, what's that? Uh, Titans that the anime, the Titans, Attack of the Titans. Mm-hmm. We've seen Attack of the Titans with those uh, car
1: commercials. I think it was Subaru. Not Subaru. Car commercials are using everything to sell stuff. Yeah, they used Sailor Moon and um, uh, Metal Gear, and they also use Lightning too. Mm -hmm. Selling
0: stuff. Uh, Yeah, it's silly, but man, I love it. And I hope it could be fun. Yeah, it could be fun, and it's definitely gonna sell
1: stuff. I mean. I mean, I just hope it's a bit more on point like this is. There were some – there are some that are just kind of weird, like using Sonic to sell car insurance. Yeah. I mean, I like seeing Sonic on TV. I'm a diehard Sega kid, but that was – a, there wasn't a real connection there. No, no.
0: I mean, he's fast, but still, that's such a loose
1: connection. Come on. Why does Sonic need car insurance?
0: (laughs) Right. yeah shadow
1: at least actually drives
0: that's true so anyway I, I i'm all forcing more of this and it sounds like you are too so bring it on <laughs> all right let's move on to the next story here by venture beats i thought this was a lovely story gamers gift vr nonprofit is raising money on twitch to help the sick and elderly so, so what are they using the vr for exactly here it's on Twitch. I'm trying to see what game they're
1: playing
0: because that's usually how it works.
1: Uh, okay, so they're just like uh, doing like VR Let's Plays to raise money? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'm trying to find if they show any games on here, but they're not being specific about it. Um, I mean this kind of thing is nothing new. I mean uh, there's, um, there's actually a name for it. There's a company that does – ah oh, jeez – where you can raise money.
1: Well, 16, I, uh, I want to say Extra Life does something every year. Yeah, yeah.
0: Extra Life, that's what it was. It was yeah. like a
1: super big fundraiser every year. Yeah, um,
0: and I mean, uh, I mean if you can, I mean like if anyone can do it, I would highly recommend doing it. I mean I haven't I, – I think I did one. Yeah, I did do one. I did do an Extra Life back at the when I was working at a gaming company. It was really cool. We did the whole weekend. We were playing a whole bunch of games like Towerfall, Smash Brothers, Street mm-hmm. Fighter. And we were streaming it on Twitch, and we were just raising money. We didn't raise that much. I think we raised like a couple
1: thousand dollars, but yeah. it's well, still you're you're the, competing with a lot of other streaming and other services.
0: Yeah, but it, everyone's
1: it still, doing it. It still felt well, that's even better.
0: I mean, the more people that do it, the better. It it just still felt good. Um, first of all, I got, I was I got to hang out with a lot of really cool people. Like my my coworkers were really fun. Uh, we are playing some games and raising money to help sick children. I mean, that's like a win-win. I mean, you're not from mm-hmm. place I mean, it's, it, it's a great feeling, too. So if anyone ever has the opportunity to do it, uh, I would highly recommend it. And it's not difficult. I mean, you just literally just have a bunch of friends
1: and yeah. you know, camera and play some games. That's it. Yeah, that's- I, I hope that when we get things a bit bigger, when we have like a more uh, visible audience, let's say we could do some stuff like this. Absolutely. It's it's fun and what doesn't feel
0: good about helping people in need? I mean,
1: come yeah, on it's it's kind of a win-win. Yeah. It's like uh, you're doing you're doing stuff you enjoy and it goes to a good cause.
0: Absolutely. Okay, let's move on to the next
1: one here by PC
0: Gamer. Skyrim Special Edition mod lets you challenge any P- NPC to
1: a duel. Ah, yes. So Oh, I've got a list of people I'm 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 aching to challenge. <laughs> That's right. At the top of it is that dumb son of a bitch every time you're in uh I can't remember what the name of that place is, like White White Run, whatever. That yeah. first yeah, that motherfucker that goes up to you is like, Oh, do you get to the cloud district often? Yeah, I thought not. It's like bitch I'm a Yarl. <laughs> I have more authority than you. Yeah. So moments like that, all the
0: people who've annoyed you the most, you can, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And so let's just say. So basically, the mod, um, it's he's like saying it's unlocks uh, automatically. A single shout to the player called challenge. When all three words of the shout are used, the NPC in the player's crosshair is challenged to a fair com- to fair combat by the player. That's really cool. So it just. <laughs> using shouts. That's neat. So, as soon as mm-hmm. the shouts are triggered, I guess they position themselves and they fight you. Just you and, you know, one-to-one. That, that's really cool. Oh, man. Okay. That's neat. Um, They are saying classic version and Xbox version. So, okay. That's neat. Um, It... Oh, man. I know I say this every time when we talk about some of these Skyrim mods, but just the, just the fact that people spend so much time and effort doing these things and making them happy. This is just amazing that someone even did this. This is really cool. Oh, man. And really makes me want to go back and play Skyrim again. I Maybe I should
1: buy another copy. It's uh, Yeah, it seems to be pretty in-depth, too. Like, um, the characters are set to fall unconscious once their health reached 20%. You can <laughs> still kill them if you want, but you can't just, you know, screw them up. Also, if you want it to be fists... All you have to do it comes down to whether or not you have your weapon equipped when the duel starts. That's so great. That's so, so yeah, if you just unequip your your sword and your shield or whatever your preferred weapon is, it can just be like a fist fight the way it happens with uh, certain NPCs in game. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that that's
0: cool. Uh well, would you try something? Would you do this? I think you said people.
1: Oh, oh God, Yeah, <laughs> there's a couple of people right off the bat. And really, like, there's a couple of characters that are, like, NPCs that are just kind of, like, crappy and mouthy mm. and, and jerks. That, I mean, I don't even necessarily want to kill them. I just kind of, like, every time they say certain things, it's just like, I, I will. If I could just threaten to hit them, <laughs> it would be enough. But this is good. Yeah, this I could is definitely cool. definitely use that. Yeah, well, guys,
0: keep them coming. Um, we have some. So, the next story here by Polygon Skyrim mod makes NPC interactions less scripted and more sim like. Now, this is even cooler than the dueling one. So, there's, there's, um, actually,
1: there's a couple of these out there. I don't know if I've ever gotten one to work. Ah, okay.
0: So, I guess it's just giving more personality to the NPCs, making mm-hmm. them. So, what does it say here? Uh, flirting? Yeah, if,
1: it's, if it's like any of the mods I've encountered before, one of the things they do is they utilize uh, unused dialogue mm. and put it back in. In some cases, they'll record new bits of dialogue. But uh, let's see what they do here.
0: They try to pursue and solve those.
1: Mm.
0: Then they try to make friends to introduce themselves. Manipulate them destroy their relationships. Wow. Uh, kind of seems like they're, yeah, they're just, like, adding more to their behavior.
1: Mm-hmm. Seems like they're adding some variation to it and, like, allowing the dialogue options to change based on their opinion of you, which will change. Like, kind of like you have, like, you give a off- Uh, description or your conversation kind of goes in a bad way, rather than them being shitty to you when it restarts, they'll start being shitty to you immediately and maybe vice versa. Nice. That's cool. Uh, It's going to allow for way more
0: (laughs) interesting interactions with them. And Mm -hmm. it does kind of give me this vibe, like I said before, like Fable. Fable was that. Um, They reacted differently to you
1: based on well like, yeah it was based on a uh, alignment thing it um mm-hmm. it, maybe i'm reading this wrong but it also sounds like uh how you interact with other people will affect the way who you're talking to talks to you like, Oh, that's cool like if you said something like even if you're a nice guy if you said something especially mean to someone like they'll hear about it and they'll be like Maybe they won't like you more, or maybe they'll like you more based on how they feel about the other character. It's a little hard to really understand what they're trying to say. It seems like they're talking... uh, like It it sounds kind of like they're working on it, Mm -hmm. and it's already in play. But this is like um, effing computer science people trying to make this. (laughs) (laughs) So they're they're just trying to they are trying to implement
0: AI, it seems like, to really make them feel mm-hmm. more real, yeah. which is gonna make man. There are so many reasons to just keep playing Skyrim. No wonder it's lasted as long as it has. When people, yeah,
1: I can I can see now why they're they're not in any kind of hurry to make the next game.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, I they haven't said anything about it at all. for The next one coming out, but when you have stuff like this, I mean, the game's gonna live on for. Years and years and years. Mm-hmm. So, keep it up, mod community. You are kicking butt. Um, all right, so next story here is by, I guess, Gamatsu?
1: Gamatsu. Gamatsu. Yeah, Gamatsu. Gamatsu. G- G- uh, yeah, I've, I've never heard of this place. Nor have I. Where do I find these stories? Um,
0: all right, Dragon Quest Ten anime short, episode one, The Feeling of a Name. So Dragon Quest Ten apparently is going to be their first online version of Dragon Quest. And to celebrate this, what they're doing, I think this is so cool, and I hope they do way more of it, is they're actually they're asking for miraculous stories from players of their experiences, and they're turning them into anime. Wow. That's
1: cool. That's, That's pretty really cool. cool. Well, yeah, yeah. We've, we've all had it happen where something weird or crazy happened to us in-game. I mean, that was half the reason why we played the not just the Elder Scrolls games but like the uh, Bioware games any of those games where your experience varied based on choices it would be coming to each other and being like okay I did this and this happened and oh you did that I did this and I didn't know that could happen so you know of course it's going to happen a lot in MMO it's kind of neat that you can conceivably end up with you know your story being immortalized in anime form (laughs) oh that's so
0: neat oh my god um so that that first episode is already out they're like short little things like um this one's like six and a half minutes and um i haven't watched yet but apparently it's a very heartwarming story but um but yeah it's this is that's so cool i just to know that it's maybe some amazing experience you have or you met someone that you ended up marrying or know, whatever it could yeah, be. Yeah,
1: really. You know yeah. that's going to be amongst one of the firsts is like somebody meeting their wife or... <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Or a husband or whatever. Yeah, so that is really cool. And uh, Square Enix, please absolutely do more of that. And Yeah, I, this this could be what allows uh, Dragon Quest to kind of take off outside of Japan. Because I'm pretty sure it's one of those uh, franchises that's really big in Japan, but not really anywhere else.
0: Yeah, it is huge. They actually released a like a short trailer or a trailer, like a commercial or something for Dragon Quest 10, I think it was, or Mm -hmm. maybe on 3DS, and they're kind of just showing uh, all these people and how they're, you
1: know, it's just. um, leaving school early and leaving work. Yeah, up. I remember when, uh, I think it was Dragon Quest Eight was coming out here, uh, the advertising centered around, uh, I don't know if it was rumor or what, but, like, indication that they wouldn't sell Dragon Quest on week weekdays because <laughs> yeah. people would, like, skip or take off school and work to pick it up.
0: Yeah, it, oh, God. Um, let me think. What game has done that to me where... I don't think I've ever taken off work to play a game. Uh,
1: um, um, I haven't taken off. I don't know if I've taken off work to play something. Um, I, I, there, The story I had on the old show was me reserving No More Heroes, even though I didn't have a Wii. <laughs> yeah. And buying it. That's the potion. Even though I didn't have a Wii. <laughs> That's
0: because you needed that game. Console or oh. not, you needed that yeah, game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I played uh, Killer 7 and was just, like, in awe of it. So then, like, this is the next big thing from uh, Grasshopper Studios and Suda 51. So. Oh, yeah. Do it. Uh, let me think. Uh, Pokemon. No, I didn't do it for Pokemon. I,
0: well, I just well,
1: Yeah, I don't know about um, in regards to buying. You did beat. Gold in Japanese. Yeah. Yes, yes, I did, and I am so proud of that. I to this day, that was... I'm proud of that, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell people about my diehard Pokemon friend when it yeah. know, when it when applicable in conversation. Yeah, man, that is, I can
0: die a happy man knowing I was the first, at least. Well, you know, oh
1: wait, wait. You, uh, I remember in high school, you were, like, actually popular for a hot minute because you imported the SP. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're bringing back good memories. I was like, that, well, they're, they're looking at that. They're like, holy crap, that's not even out yet. Yeah. Oh, man. I, like, I got it from Japan.
0: Japan is a wonderful, beautiful place.
1: Yeah, back when, uh, back when their shit wasn't, like, region locked. That's right. That's right.
0: Oh, God. Although, I do think the the Switch is not region locked. I think they did make that a big deal. It's the, yeah, so you can play it on anywhere with any game from any area, which is cute. All right, well, Dragon Square Enix, Dragon Quest, make an anime out of people's experiences. That is amazing. I hope that continues for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Next door here by Engadget's brain-controlled VR game hints at a hands-free future
1: whole new age of fapping. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Hands-free. <laughs> now if we can only figure out stain-free. Ah, we, we yeah, maybe maybe it'll, it'll be like um, Sex and Demolition Man.
0: Oh, you're right. Where it's all in the brain. Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't even think about that. Get on that porn industry. Um, so... This is, I mean, the technology for being able to put devices or stuff on your brain, or your brain, your excuse me, your head, and then it kind of like uh, looks at the your brain's patterns of you know, how it does things and stuff. And mm-hmm. so, like, if you blink or you know sniff your nose or whatever, certain your brain acts in a certain way, and all it really needs, the center all they need to do is just look for those certain interactions, and you can like move. A ball or do
1: whatever you want so yeah I, mean, it's, I think actually that was like the basis for the showcase game they had for it where you have to escape a lab using telekinetic powers
0: yeah i actually a long time ago i did a game jam with uh, a friend and uh the company that was sponsoring it i cannot remember what it was but it was uh basically a little headset that had centers on it mm-hmm. and whenever you would blink it would um it, it would like return in the code it would return back like you know true if it you know every time you blinked and i created, I created a game a, a multiplayer game where each person would wear the headset and you had two little circles on the screen and there was you had to get to the finish line first and in order to do that you have to blink and the more you blinked the faster the, the little circle would move so how, how it went to the end was that me and my friend we were both blinking like crazy to see who could win it was incredibly mm-hmm. painful at the end because we got I I imagine <laughs> your eyelids are probably sore. <laughs> yes, but it was really cool. I mean, stuff like that's really neat. And honestly, mm-hmm. if this technology can get really good, we're one step further to getting sword art online because that's pretty much all it was.
1: Yeah. Um before I go into how I'll never be seen again if something like that <laughs> exists, um yeah. The setup they have for this sounds uh, very similar to a piece of technology they had in this movie uh, that I've been trying to get Mike to watch for God knows how long, called Strange Days. Mm. Uh, Hold on. Okay, sorry. Nice walked in again. Um, But it was kind of the same thing, except they were using the uh, brain, the whole brain sensory thing to record uh, your senses rather than uh, kind of have them interact with something. Same kind of idea. Yeah. Um, the like- showcase game they're talking about sounds like this game I really wanted to play back in the day called Galarians, where you, you're basically doing that. You're escaping a lab using telekinetic powers. See, that stuff like that's great. and.
0: If the only – I mean really, like I said, the tech exists. I mean when I did that game jam, that was uh, I think like five years ago. I mean it's been around for a while. It's just the only problem with it is it's not very good. It's just uh, like it will know how to like recognize certain motions in your brain or whatever. But it's, they're just not accurate enough.
1: yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's the only problem. It's going to take time for sure. And I mean, I feel like this is like the fact that they're trying this at this level at all is pretty ambitious. But, um, you know, this is this is quite a few steps ahead. We haven't even like fully gotten the grasp of VR yet. And, you know, that's still being explored. So I'm not in any kind of hurry for this to be like mastered, you know. Right. We we still got to have that like, you know, Zelda Metroid the uh, Ragnarok online experience. That's right. right. Before we get into like brain powered stuff, though, I'm hoping down the line this flat out like will eventually, I mean, not just like a telekinetic game you play with your brain, but like actual telekinesis helmets. Oh god, yes. Just make it so you just
0: put the helmet on and then you have an object in the real world that just moves. And you just, yeah, ah. it'd
1: be like a telekinetic weapon. You put on the uh you put on the helmet and then there's like an orb that you can like have like blades come out of or something and you can move it <laughs> around Jesus, and <laughs> I think we, we got the concept for uh, either a, a sci fi film or a VR game, Joe. Uh yes. write that one down. <laughs> I'm writing that down. That's happening.
0: Oh man. Uh either the Either the game industry will love us or the military <laughs> industry will love us. Or both.
1: I mean, like, it could be kind of like uh, America's Army, that game you can download from the uh, Army website. Yeah. Oh, man. Controlled. Where it's like, okay, you're really good at this. You clearly make for a good soldier. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to join up with us now, we can offer you this sign-on bonus and an immediate jump to this rank. Move drones. We can mind. Um,
0: Okay. Uh, So, yeah, looking forward to where we have the whole Avatar experience where you just, you know, you walk into a room, put the helmet on, lay down, and that's it. That's all you need. You don't come back. And and then you fight for your life. That's right.
1: You get locked into that world like in Sword Art. I mean, let's be real. I'm probably the guy that would (laughs) create that scenario where you die (laughs) for real. (laughs) Yeah, we laugh, but it's true.
0: Um. Okay, what's the next story? Oh, we got a sigh, more game companies shutting people down. But this one I actually might agree with a little bit. So this one's by Kotaku. Capcom cracks down on paid Street Fighter costume mods.
1: Okay, well, yeah, paid is the operative word here because it's, there's mods like that all over the place, but folks trying to charge you for it.
0: Yeah, so this guy had a Patreon... And he was basically selling mods for 30 to $50. Yeah.
1: Yikes. Um, so, they were, I mean, I understand that's a lot of work. That's probably – it might be worth it. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a lot of money.
0: Yeah. It has to. So it says reported that uh, – so iSports Times reported that his $50 pledge level on Patreon allowed supporters to receive whatever request – they want to do for Street Fighter 5. Mm-hmm. And so in Street Fighter 5, there was um, it was uh, what kind of costume? Oh, it was a Wonder Woman costume for Chun-Li and it actually looks really nice. These are oh, really Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, there, he did a really fantastic job. And then another mod was for Nier, which was basically a nude mod. Um, but this is some top quality stuff, but I can... Totally see why Capcom's shutting this down, because it's copyrighted.
1: Yeah, what happens when uh, Warner Brothers sees that uh, Wonder Woman mod, and they're like, we didn't approve this, someone's going to pay us. Who are they going to try and sue, this guy with a Patreon or Capcom?
0: Ooh, yeah, I didn't think about that. They they could go after Capcom, couldn't they? Or they could go after both. Uh, Yeah, dude... I, I love your devotion to these yeah. mods. It's
1: quality mods, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unfortunate that, like... I mean, considering the kind of work that goes into this, I can understand wanting some kind of, like, compensation for it. Uh, maybe there'll be another system for this down the line. But uh, right now, I think the legal issues would be too much of an issue. Yeah,
0: because you got to think that...
1: Unlike how this guy was
0: doing it, let's just say, with the Chun-Li Wonder Woman mod... Uh, he just probably spent maybe a couple hours or days to make the mod, no problem. But in reality, the work that goes behind that is that you have, that Capcom would probably have to work with Warner Brothers, and after a couple of months of negotiating, contracts mm-hmm. would be signed, and then deals would be made for exclusivity for like a couple of you know stuff like that. It's yeah. not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's not a. Uh, yeah, because if they were going to put Wonder Woman in this game, I'm sure they wouldn't just want it to be. Oh yeah, here's here's a. Character swap for Chen Li. No, it's
0: way more than that. Everyone needs to get paid. I'm sorry. That's just that's just a sad reality of it. Um, mm-hmm. But um, the one with Near. Uh, yeah, I can see why they. I'm I'm surprised Square Enix. Wait, does Square Enix make Near? No, they didn't
1: make. That's Capcom. No, no, Near was. I'm pretty sure. I don't know who made it originally. I know uh, uh, Platinum took over at X at a. Uh, Uh, what is it? Something Makina. Yes, I think you're right. Or or, or Automata, near Mm -hmm. Automata. Yeah, Yeah, I can't remember what the other team was. The guys who did the Dragon Guard games. Yeah. So this guy had to clear everything
0: off. On his Deviant Art, he's talking about his side of the story and everything. Um. Yeah. Capcom issued a DMCA notice to take down my Patreon. Uh, with, they gave him 48 hours, so they were serious about this. He needed to go, need to go down like immediately. Um, he had to remove all of his links to his mods on his YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. Oh man. And on Reddit, he had to remove all of his posts of everything. He, um, he says he feels a little discouraged about all of it, but he's, that's not gonna stop him from modding. He's gonna, he's still working on more mods and he's releasing them.
1: Um, yeah. I was uh, skimming the article. It looks like he's going to be releasing some of them for free. Right. Yeah. Um, So
0: that sucks, man. Uh, It sounds like you really know your stuff when it comes to modding,
1: but careful. Hopefully, uh, we'll come up like maybe these companies will come up with some way to kind of like uh, work with the modders, maybe uh, on a more official sense, so that they can see maybe some sort of uh, compensation or at least acknowledgement for the work. But uh, yeah, it's it's a tricky affair. Yeah, I mean, it's... because like the more money you involve, the more freedom you ultimately lose in this regard. Exactly. Just create some sort of service or, you know, Steam, they have
0: the right idea because they understand people are going to mod. Things are going to they're going to take our games. They're going to change it. They're going to try and sell it, whatever. Why not just embrace it? Why not give them tools and just take a cut
1: and let people live off of it? You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, the that's that's probably more than fine for when you're uh, what you're modding is uh, an original element. mmm uh yeah, you run into issues when like like for example this Wonder Woman mod or that Nier mod. These yeah, companies that's... are gonna want to get paid whether it's uh because they feel like they're owed the money or just to sort of like protect their intellectual property.
0: Yeah, see, that's where it gets a little icky because if it's using something else way outside the scope of mm-hmm. or whatever the game is or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's specifically when you get money involved. So the way around that, I mean,
0: if you have a website or something, put ads on it or do donations. or That stuff.
1: would – yeah, that would kind of be it, less um, a matter of um, pay me to do this and more like if you pay me, I have more time to spend doing this, which I put out for free. Exactly. And,
0: I mean, he did have a Patreon for that, but I think he
1: kind of used it. Well, wrong. the Patreon <laughs> – well, he was uh, using it. Um primarily, I don't know if primarily, but it says that the patreon was used alongside like requests, so like if you were in that fifty dollar tier, you could request mods be made and so someone says, so what it comes down to is he literally got paid to make a Wonder Woman mod he literally got paid to make a near mod, yeah, whereas I guess if you go the pure donation route um, and maybe just have a list of well, maybe like have a wish list that everyone can contribute to. Then it's less he got paid to make this, more he got paid to create. Mm. And he decided to make blank. Um, right. I'm not sure how different that is overall, but I want to say maybe maybe there's a bit there's a bit more of a safety net legally speaking. Yeah, that probably
0: would be the smarter route. Hopefully, it does go that direction because he seems very talented.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah hopefully definitely don't want this guy to give up and uh, you know other mods other modders out there too i like what they do totally uh okay let's move
0: on to the next story here by kotaku the internet reacts to valve's new game announcements so any company could make an announcement uh and i doubt people would go nearly as crazy as they did in the reaction that they were valve but valve is is one of the very rare game companies where people are expecting one game from them to come out and they keep denying them that one
1: game. Uh, I I don't know, maybe, I guess I'm glad I was never, I never really, like I was never really into PC games when uh, Half-Life came out. Yeah, I mean... Because that's one of those franchises it hurts to be a fan of.
0: It really does, and I played all the Half Life games and I've beaten them, uh, and they're really fun. I mean really, really, really fun. I I don't understand this like almost obsessive, disturbing cult following behind those games, but it's I mean they're they're
1: Well, you they're, know, we, we all have our things, Joe. That's true. Yeah. Remember the conversation we had about Kingdom Hearts that's true yeah yeah good point um or digimon yeah i I think the reason
0: might be because half life really did change a lot they did a lot of stuff different Mm -hmm. you know at that time when it came out and it was just so different and so
1: new and fresh both both in regards to narrative with the remaining in uh first person in game the entire time and from what i heard they also did a lot with the AI. It did. Yeah, it was very good. Very, very good.
0: Um, it, it's a very – even if you go back and play it now, it's still a top-notch story-driven uh, first-person shooter. Like, it, it, it's still really, really good. Um, of course, the graphics aren't as amazing as they are now, but just the way they do storytelling, the way they do the, the, the pacing of the game, the weapons, everything about it is still really good. Mm-hmm. So it aged very well. Yeah. Um, so basically, with this one, and why people were so angry, uh, because I see a video where you got to hear people's reactions when they did when they made the announcement is that um, uh, they announced a, a new game finally, um, but it's a card game for their uh, their MOBA Dota, and um, that's why people were not happy. And, and it's funny too because the in the video when you watch it, it's like a weird mixture of booing and cheering. Like a very loud booing and then a little bit of cheering and clapping in the back road and then more booing. Yeah. And then we finished it off. More booing. It's just – uh, and then this guy made this one comment at oh, – where is it? I can see in the comments. I thought it was great. Like he was saying, if you want to make it – oh, here we go. If you wanna make it if you wanna make a game in twenty seventeen, it better be either A a card game, B team based shooter with mobile elements, or
1: C, a Souls clone. This is old. I <laughs> uh, like one of the comments here. It says we have Chinese cartoon hearthstone, Slav Hearthstone, a hearthstone full of Todd Howard lies. <laughs> 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 good yeah. Lord. These people yeah. are mad. <laughs> yeah, people are just
0: they're not liking this they're not liking this at all and
1: oh geez you have literally broken my heart i haven't been this disappointed in so long i can't even remember oh my god jeez you took 30 percent of all the profits from steam and made a card game a motherfucking (laughs) card game (laughs) oh jeez oh man
0: Well, I mean, you got to think about it, too. Like, last week, I was talking about the game I was playing was an Elder Scrolls card game. And that seems to be the thing. Everyone's making a goddamn card game now. It's just... And the thing about it is they make money. They make a lot of money. So, no matter how much these people may just moan and groan about it, Valve is still a business. And they want to make money. And they know this will make them a lot of money. So...
1: It's depressing and yeah, sad, yeah. but a lot it's, of money. But a lot of money with not the core audience.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, Dota has a huge following, and it's a very popular moda, MOBA up there with League of Legends. So, if you're gonna have a card game based off of that, I'm sure people uh, people will probably be into that as well. But um, as you can see, there's a small minority of people who they oh, hearts- yeah, hashtag play artifact.
1: Jeez. I'm looking at it the internet is just a strange place. <laughs>
0: yeah, there
1: Oh man, you know I, I
0: I can't think of any other entertainment industry that is as who has who has a fan base that is as just nutty for some for their product as anything I I music's not that way. Movies are a little bit that way, uh but not to the point
1: games are i mean not to the degree that you get this much of an uproar before the thing even comes out right i mean you get this much of an uproar for the fact that it exists at all yeah i mean dark tower is getting
0: horrific reviews i mean it's getting really i haven't seen it yet i mean a lot of people are very unhappy with it
1: yeah i'm uh not I wouldn't say I'm not keen on Stephen King. I'm just not familiar with a lot of his stuff. Um, Mm. So I don't have an opinion one way or the other on it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've been hearing a lot of noise.
0: Yeah. Uh, Because the books, you know, they're probably – apparently they're very beloved and the world is very – The world is like a – Very dense from what I hear. Yeah. And, I mean, people are angry, but it's not like – how people get angry when it comes to games where they'll do like petitions and just, you know, comments yeah. and comments and like YouTube videos and screaming and yelling and twitch streams is just it's just they're way more vocal.
1: It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of insane. What a world. What a world we live in. What a world indeed. Yeah. So let's
0: move on to some very I think exciting news. So the last article of the night is by Destructoid. Paris big committee open to esports at 2024 Olympic games
1: hmm hey,
0: it may actually happen
1: i mean i guess the question is is like uh, like what are we talking about here are we talking about a whole other set of uh, esports type things going on is it going to be a specific game is like will there be like a gaming triathlon <laughs> <laughs> Is it like <laughs> okay? We got uh, we got first person shooters, fighting games, and RTSs, and we got the triathlon event where you have to like try and score high in in all three of the set games we've picked. I I think it's gonna be just like Evo. Or just
0: like um, like MLG or all those other big fighting league things or whatever, mm-hmm. but just how we have the summer games and the winter games and all that kind of stuff, I believe it's just probably going to be like another uh, another section. I mean, I mean like they have track and fields and then they have, which I still it still blows my mind, they have uh, actually competitive walking. That's a thing. That's a real thing where people. Aye didn't know that it's real i mean you can actually look wow up, if you look up videos on the there's olympic and it's actually an olympic sport it's an olympic sport it's called it's not called power walking It have another name for it but you will see people actually power walking and against other people it's a legit sport which is ridiculous but um besides the point the fact is they could just have I think they could just it just play out just like Evo. it would, but it'll be like an official thing, probably like a huge, huge like screen and it's gonna be televised on like ESPN and all the other big, you know, sports channels and yeah, I just I think it'll be like that. Just play another League of Legends match or a death match in Call of Duty or something and Oh god, that'd be
1: so cool to see Smash Brothers yeah. in the Olympics. Yeah, I'm looking at this competitive walking there's like weird form and I can't listen to the audio clearly but
0: yeah no it's they um, oh this is weird it they, they, they're the way their bodies move it's
1: all yeah, for like their hips are all over the place yeah
0: yeah and if you watch um like a breakdown of the this particular sport it gets really technical the mm-hmm. you know? It does and why they move and they do and how like, their feet, they're not supposed to. I think they're like not supposed to um, put them all the way down. or I, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of different like ways you can kind of speed, speed walking. That's what it's called. called mm-hmm. speed walking. Yeah. So, no, that's a thing. Um, but, yeah, I just think it'll be like that. We'll just yeah, see. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, if they,
1: this is in the Olympics, then like <laughs> you can justify damn near anything. Yep. Yeah. And you know esports is on its way up, depending upon how well the um that fucking big money uh, Overwatch league turns out. Yeah, I I would absolutely imagine Overwatch
0: will be probably in Olympic games. That just seems like the kind of game that would be there. Yeah,
1: right now, yeah, The point of curiosity for me is uh, which games make it in. Mm.
0: Street Fighter, I can absolutely see being there. Tekken. Do you guys think tech? Oh,
1: yeah. I don't know if they're going to like differentiate fighting games between 2D and 3D. Mm. If um, There's just going to be one game representing each uh, genre or if they're going to like do multiple games. Mm. I mean, how's the event going to work? Is it going to work like your standard uh, fighting game or whatever tournament? Yeah. Or will it perhaps be like a round robin setup based on different games? Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of curious. So, reading it, they're not giving like exact
0: details and do what games or how it's going to work. But apparently, um, the 2022 Olympics are taking place in Beijing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Video games are actually on the agenda as well. So, we may actually see video games in in the 22 Olympics. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. So, I guess, possibly from here on out hmm, decision whether or not the esports is part of the 2024 Olympics will lie in the international Olympic committee and will be decided in 2019. Okay. So we'll hear more about it to see if it actually is for sure going to happen in 2019. Yeah, so two years or so. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. I'm curious too. Um, you make a good point, though. Maybe it's going to be the kind of thing where it's just one game representing each area. So, probably Street Fighter for Street Fighting games. Most likely League of Legends for MOBAs. Overwatch for Arena Battle games. I
1: don't know if that would fall into. Yeah. Uh, maybe StarCraft for the RTS. Most. Uh, yeah, I'm going to guess. That's, oh, I mean, considering, I mean, that's big money from Korea right there.
0: Yeah, that's like the top game. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. if our racing games
1: don't really seem to be a big deal. in
0: uh,
1: No, not not anywhere near as much. Though you know, will you know? Time will tell. That's true. Uh,
0: well, I'm excited. I I love how games are just kind of making their way into just about everything. It's, mm-hmm. whew, it's crazy, crazy times. Uh, uh, and that is it for tonight. Interesting stories. Not any huge game announcements, but I think Mm -hmm. of Guile doing hair gel and (laughs) brain controlling and Mm -hmm. anime
1: based off of people's gaming experiences. Yeah, there's stuff going on. I think this, this tonight was sort of more about what the gaming community is doing more than the game industry is doing. Yeah. So out of all of that, for your final thoughts...
0: What would you be most excited for?
1: Um, I'm definitely I definitely gotta say I'm I'm really uh, torn between, you know, your your MMO stories, you know, becoming episodes of an anime, sure. and these VR experiences they're working on. Both of those sound hype as hell. Yeah. Um, a lot of VR, a lot of modding this week. Um I like the modding. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're ever going to get to a point where folks are really going to be able to safely turn a profit on it.
0: Yeah, sadly.
1: I, I like that it's there, I like what people are doing. People can at very at least sort of like establish themselves, show their abilities through it and maybe find work through it. I hope so. Uh VR folks are still working on that and folks are getting ambitious with it brain-powered video games. <laughs> it's just, yeah, sort and of. Real. The last thing I'll say is don't piss off the internet, Valve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Just don't
1: be Valve. I
0: mean, if you don't give them what they want, they will rage. They will riot. Yes, they will. Uh, I guess for me... Absolutely excited. Just like so excited for that VR stuff, the moving brain control VR stuff. And yeah, I'm also – I guess I'm with you too on the anime thing. I I, I love that so much. (laughs) I love just capturing those moments in the form of an anime because at least to me, I feel anime that can do an incredibly good job at just showing emotions and doing Mm – making you feel for the characters and and if i know the characters are based off of real people or something that happened in the real world then it's just the impact
1: is even more it's just it's yeah. just, <laughs> I love it's, it's probably the best vehicle for making whatever you did look really cool yeah
0: absolutely and that's just something you can show your friends you just kind of have it with you always and every time you watch it You'll know if the you know the moment was based off something you did. Like it just it'll bring back some awesome memories and ah. Uh, oh yeah. I think that's just that's wonderful. Great way to capture the moment. Um, cool. Utilize yourself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I did that. Just you know, be like 50, being 50 years old, just constantly replaying that video over and over and over again.
1: Yeah, that's what you show your grandkids. <laughs> that's right. This, was, this When was... I was your age, I was playing this game right here, and I was the greatest I ever was.
0: <laughs> please,
1: please, Grandpa, we want to go home. <laughs> well, not yet. I got a video I want to show you. you this is how... where I 1v1 the final boss. What does that mean? <laughs> now listen to me, boy, I'm going to learn you something about it's... MMOs.
0: Oh man. Two hundred times one night. Mm. mm. <sighs> okay, uh so to find out more info about the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at NAGP Returns and also more information about the whole network of shows. At Hey Listen Radio on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And we also have another fabulous show that Lionel produces.
1: Yeah, if you want to um, go full weeb or partial weeb, depending upon which uh, anime we're talking about, you can uh, head on over to Old Taku Connect at uh, Twitter if you want to interact with the host, myself directly. You just want to listen to us. Uh, we're on. Uh, SoundCloud, all those places Joe mentioned, SoundCloud, Facebook, Android, iTunes, Google Play, all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, at the time this episode comes out, it'll be Bento? No, it'll be Air Master. Yeah. Good old Air Master. More Air Master. Yes.
0: you can never not have more Air Master. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Oh, wait. Yep. Mike has a show. <laughs> <laughs> I let it. That's right.
1: hyper '90s Zeitgeist breakdown. Though I think it's just hyper Zeitgeist breakdown now. Yeah, sure. Might need to double stick on that. It's been a but, while. Uh, we'll see what the next episode he puts out. Yeah,
0: there's so much exciting stuff related to the '90s that has come out. I mean, TGIF
1: lineup was released on. Hulu. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. that. I've just- been. Bugging the hell out of Mike to talk about that and Ninja Turtles. Yes, yeah, Turtle. I mean, it's
0: it's just like a wave of '90s. Make
1: make it happen, Pangelina.
0: Please do. I would love to talk about family matters. Mm-hmm. Oh, not I had as
1: Urkel in middle school. Such a story. Hey, if you were black and had glasses, you were Urkel. It didn't matter how you looked. Or Alan Strange. I oh, got a
0: lot of that one. Good times. Uh, So, yeah, make sure to check all that out. There are still episodes that we have done on his show, like we did. Was it James Bond? Yeah, we talked all about James Bond. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's out. There's a lot of good stuff. I'm there to check out. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. Bye-bye, everybody. (sighs) Good night. Bye-nights. Good night. Good for me. Good night and good fight. Yes, I shall. I shall eat a donut
1: in your honor. I don't know why, but I will. Well, oh, yeah, I'm trying to lose weight right now, so I can't eat donuts anyway. But I'll do it all the eating for you. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm so hungry. Yeah.
0: Well I always gotta carry a can of beans around, a hot plate,
1: beans in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even beans in a can. I just carry out. <laughs> just keep. Them. Just and it's full of baked beans in every pocket.
0: I I carry around beans, a cup of water, and a hot plate. Then
1: I wait. You just walk around with the hot plate in your hand. You walk into the library like, where can I plug this in? You don't even have like a pot or a pan. You just throw the beans on the surface. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> they burn and sizzle.
0: <laughs> Sir, what are you doing? I'm cooking beans. So baby. What,
1: I can't cook in here? <laughs> it's the library. Is, I'm learning how
0: to cook beans. in so
1: the public area. Do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Let me cook. I'll cook the beans on your face. You leave me alone. You let me do what I'm doing. I might give you a scoop of these beans. <laughs> That's just <is> awful. <laughs> Oh, man.